was a mess. Do you want me to set up the wine glasses? Heather asked as she stowed her purse in the safe that was tucked into the teensy coat room. That would be great. The restaurant was small, but the many mirrors on the walls gave it a larger feeling and reflected the warm twinkle from the lights in the bronze-finished, candelabra-style chandeliers. The focal point, where Heather would set up the tasting, was a hand-carved, pub-style mahogany bar I had imported from France. Brian said, go big or don't go at all. I wasn't accustomed to going big, but this time I had, and I was thrilled. Then help me fold the linens and put out the silverware, I said. Later, I'll gather flowers for the crystal table vases and floral arrangements from the garden. You know, Heather said, seeing the chaos, I thought for a second that they had come looking for me. They being aliens. She claimed they had abducted her on numerous occasions. It seemed to happen around this time of year, during June, when the weather in Napa Valley was pitch perfect, not too hot and not too cold, and the thriving vineyards and fertile orchards were at their greenest, pre-harvest. Glonkirks, Heather called her abductors. I wasn't sure if she was pulling my leg. I mean, come on, I'd watch Star Trek reruns. None of it was true, was it? Heather related her experiences in exotic, and I mean ultra-exotic, detail. True confession? I enjoyed the stories. They were fanciful, and I could use a dose of fanciful every once in a while. When do they arrive? She asked. They, this time, meaning the wedding party. Around 4 p.m., I said. Joe will greet them, get them set up in their rooms, and direct them here around 6. Jorianne James, a.k.a. Joe, my best friend from childhood, was the reason I knew Brian Baker. Long story short, a year ago I left San Francisco, where I had worked as a sous chef and then chef for nearly 14 years, and returned home with my tail between my legs to live with my mother. Quickly, I landed a job as a Monday-Tuesday chef at a decent restaurant, but I blew that off when Joe introduced me to Brian Baker, a longtime friend of her father's. Brian was a local entrepreneur in his mid-sixties who loved to help young people with promise. His many success stories included an art gallery owner, a vintner, a cheesemaker, and a dress designer. Somehow, I qualified. A few days after our first meeting, Brian informed me that he had purchased a bistro and the bed and breakfast next to the bistro. For me. Both places were in desperate need of repair. The front and rear patios begged for inspiration. But he would help me get the properties on their feet. Afterward, it was up to me to make them soar. I was terrified, but Brian set me straight. Big risks reap big rewards. With his backing, I hired a staff, including a full-time chef, and we got to work. Nine months later, voila. We had a restaurant and inn built in the style of Giverny. Monet was not only my favorite artist, but Brian's as well. 
Each building boasted a pink crushed rock facade with green window sills and shutters. Maison Rousseau featured a number of relaxing garden areas, all of which we named after Claude Monet's family or his artistic friends, Renoir, Sisley, Bazille. In addition, behind the inn was an idyllic walkway covered by archways of climbing plants and flanked by colorful shrubs. Beyond that, a lily pond. Brian grandly donated two of Monet's lesser works, ones he had purchased from private collections, to hang in the inn's foyer. Three months after we opened, thanks to savvy marketing, I was learning the value of social media. We now had a steady clientele, mostly locals. In fact, we had become quite the go-to place to chat about food, the community, and yes, each other.